Hello, this is Josh Gondelman. No, I'm sorry, I'm Josh Gondelman, and this is Make My Day, a comedy game show. We do this because the world is a difficult place, and so for about a half an hour every week, we try to make it a little nicer. Here's how the show goes. I'm gonna play a game with one guest who is guaranteed to win because she is the only contestant. When we play, I will assign her points based on how much her specific answers to the questions cheer me up and delight me. Then at the end, our winner and only contestant gives a pep talk to cheer up the person or group of their choice. Because this isn't all about me, it's just mostly about me. Also, of course, our contestant will win a $100 donation to the cause or aid group of their choice. My guest today is a writer and actor. She's the co-host of the podcast, Nerdificent. Please welcome to the show, Danny Fernandez. Yay, Josh, I'm so excited to be on this show. I am so happy to have you. How are you holding up? You know, I'm staying loud, staying (laughs) active during these times. I'm really excited to compete for money that I can give away to really important fun. And I just listen to this show even without you being my friend. Oh, get out of here. That's so nice. I am doing things while I listen, but yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen to, you have another podcast on louder in different <laughs> headphones, right? <laughs> I also love that you said you're staying loud and staying active, which I know means you've been like in the streets protesting and doing like direct political action, but it also could be like, Yeah, I'm staying loud and staying active. I scream when I do Peloton. (laughs) I get on that bike and I yell. (laughs) Well, you know what's so funny? You and I exchange dog pics because you have Busy and I have Molly, my dog. And Molly, the first week of quarantine, she would just bark at people outside. And in my head, the subtitles were, get back inside. Everybody (laughs) get back inside. (laughs) You are sheltering in place. I know this and I'm a dog. (laughs) So yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she was yelling at everybody. I love that. Molly knows what's up. She she knows better than, like, certain state governments. Oh, 100%. Our game today is called Con Artist. Danny, you're a veteran of Comic-Con panels and all sorts of other appearances at conventions. In this game, you will get to design the convention of your dreams. As always, I will assign points based on how delightful I personally find your answers. Danny Fernandez, are you ready to play Con Artist? Yes, I'm so competitive. I'm really? ready. Yes. This is great. I feel like you'll be very happy with the results. Okay. (laughs) Let's start with just logistics. The big Comic-Con, right, is San Diego. That's like the big legendary one. We did an event last year, the one in New York City. So they have them all over the country. But where does your dream Comic-Con take place? Okay, Josh, like you said, there's already cons in almost every city. So stay with me here. I'm with you. The moon. (laughs) <laughs> this is look huge moon we're, con we're, moon we're all tired of earth yep i truly think it would cost the same i'm not even kidding because <laughs> it costs thousands to do comic con like the marriott is like 800 a night during that weekend mm-hmm. a badge is like 400 dollars. like a water bottle is 12 dollars. so you spend like thousands and why spend that to go to san diego when you could go to the moon <laughs> Also, like, what's better for nerds, a term I use with affection, than going outside the Earth's atmosphere? Yeah, it's nerdy as hell. NASA and science is nerd. Like, that's the real geek, right? Is yeah. The, the, the moon geek is is the true OG geek. Right. You're right. Like, who's more <laughs> of a nerd than Galileo? So look, every every one of my friends that's into astrology is actually more of a nerd than anime people. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's such an internal mythology. It's like, oh, you've seen hundreds of episodes of Dragon Ball Z. I've read 10,000 horoscopes. 
<laughs> but also, like, you're not sweaty on top of each other. If you don't like it, you can just float away. I don't know. And the trip to the moon, even if the, the con, even if you're like, oh, I had to stand in line for four hours to meet Alan Moore or whatever. You're like, but I still got to go to the moon. Right. It's like, you know, I think other planets would start to, like, copy it, too, just like Emerald yeah. City did <laughs> to, like, the other, you know, or New York Comic Con, and then suddenly it's, like, Mars Con, mm-hmm. and Marvel's going to have its own on, like, Neptune. Mm-hmm. I I think this is such a great idea. People would be so excited, and then there would be, like, the hardcore nerds that would complain that would be like, actually, it's not canon that it's on the moon or whatever. <laughs> but I think that this is so good. This is a 33-point answer right out of the gates. Incredible, inventive, delightful. Thank um, you. You're welcome. Next question. Who is the one creator you get to see announce the project of your dreams at MoonCon? Like, who do you, like, someone shows up, they announce their next big project. Who is it? What is it? I am so excited, and I hope I am manifesting this happen, but it is Catherine O'Hara, mm-hmm. but she's playing Myra Rose from okay. Schitt's Creek, yep. okay. who's playing her character in The Crows 3, The Crowanine, and she's <laughs> <laughs> announcing that I am starring in a Marvel DC film. So not Marvel or DC, but Marvel DC, because they finally merged together as a conglomerate. Okay. And it's going to be a sequel to The Fifth Element, The Sixth Element. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what else would it be called? If you call it The Fifth Element 2, you're leaving money on the table. Well, wouldn't it be funny if there were a prequel, which is The Fourth Element? The Fourth Element. (laughs) Um, And it's Ruby Rod, of course, Lilu, Corbin Dallas, and Danny Fernandez. I'm literally just playing myself. Of course. This is your dream con. It's on the moon. You can be in the movie. <laughs> but I also just love that they asked Catherine O'Hara, who has nothing to do with this, and she's covered in crow's feathers. Oh, so she's not in the movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is just the announcement. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I was not clear on that, and I do love it. Josh, it would go viral. Yes. Okay, that's what the executives always want. They always mm-hmm. ask me how things can, quote-unquote, go viral. Yeah. But anyways, the six element. Look out for it. I love that. The fifth element is so much fun. The sixth element would be even more fun. And then announced by a tangential <laughs> Catherine O'Hara as Moira Rose as the character from the, the, the meta Crow-ening. film, The Crowning <laughs> 3 <laughs> from Schitt's Creek. Yeah, this is great. A huge announcement. People would be confused. They would be <laughs> enthused. All the oozes they would be. And I, I think that's great. This is a 25-point answer. No question about it. Yes! <laughs> I'm currently winning. Yes, so. you are way out ahead. I don't think anyone's going to catch you. <laughs> Next question. What is one thing, or more than one thing, that you would eliminate from the convention experience? Like, what is every con you've been to is like, Oh, this is kind of a hassle. MoonCon, we're done with it. Needing to use your hands <laughs> because Go germs, on. <laughs> germs germs are already insane. Okay. There and people always get con flu after. Oh, and I, I didn't think know now that. after, yeah, con flu is like a real thing where most people get sick the week after Comic Con mm-hmm. because you're all on top of each other, you're shaking a lot of hands, you're exchanging a lot of things. Um, so I think everything should be on a stick. 
Okay. Like the comics should be on a stick. You okay. can just grab them. The art, like instead of instead of shaking hands, you just touch sticks. <laughs> stick. <laughs> sure, you just touch sticks. Sticks would solve ninety five percent of our problems. I feel like. <laughs> I think after the pandemic, I don't even know if shaking hands is going to be a thing anymore. But. But we can still touch sticks. You can touch sticks. And, like, you can have secret codes by tapping them together. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I like this. This is good. Are they just... So, so that we get... I understand what sticks are. Do we have, like, the the bodega grasper at all? Or is it just a stick stick? I like think, a dowel? <laughs> like, to me, they were skewers in some oh, way. okay. Sure. Because, because a lot of, like... I always get like hot dogs on a stick and stuff out there. I don't know. I don't want to use my hands. They're sweaty. They're filled with gunk from just being in the convention center. They always have some gross layer of film over them. Mm -hmm. Even when you use a lot of hand sanitizer, you develop a film from the hand sanitizer. From the sanitizer, sanitizer. right. It feels gross. (laughs) So I think, yeah, I think anything that's stick related, I would enjoy. All the food should be on sticks and all of the art should be on sticks. You stuck the landing. I'll tell you that. You sticked the landing. Does that make that joke make sense? Thank you. You're welcome. That answer is uh, 28 points. A great answer. Next question. Is there anything that would be worth standing in line for? If so, what is it? And I don't mean like, is it, oh, is there anything here that's going to be good enough to stand in line? I mean, in the world, is there anything (laughs) that's worth standing in line for? My initial reaction was validation. (laughs) (laughs) Now, are we talking about parking or emotions or both? I was like, if someone's like, you are loved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like if I stood in line, even in our career, like if I stood in line and like Jordan Peele, who I want to say sidebar, he does follow me and he's followed me for years and he's such a respected man. And I'm like, he has to deal with me posting Goku and Vegeta memes and talking about my butt. Mm -hmm. I'm like, at any moment, this man, I hope he's muted me. (laughs) (laughs) But if I stood in line and he were like, you are a valuable part of this industry, like, or even just (laughs) you can do it. Like I would spend hours, I would actually just, yeah, I would spend money on that. <laughs> <laughs> is is Jordan Peele the ideal person to deliver that validation? That, or do you follow Tabitha Brown? I don't. Okay, Tabitha Brown is amazing. She's she, an actress, but mm-hmm. she also blew up on TikTok. She's also a vegan cook. Cool. Um, she just gives really warm. It's like having a hug vocally, <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess. But if she were just like, you are worthy, yeah. like I think we would all stand in line for that. That's amazing. This is outside the box for a convention experience, but I think that's what will make MoonCon stand out, even beyond the fact that it is on the literal moon. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we could all use it. I think this is terrific. This is a a 20-point answer. No question about it. Yay! The validation line. (laughs) Next question. You've done a lot of panels. What is the dream panel that you would like to be a part of? Who else is on it? What's it about? What do you get to talk about? So I'm really excited about this. They might actually steal this idea, which is chill. Just let me moderate it. Yeah. This is insane. It would be the original creators of 90s Nicktoons. So we're talking about Doug and Rugrats and Ren and Stimpy and Rocco. I'll throw in Hey Arnold and Angry Beavers. Mm-hmm. Battling the OG creators from Cartoon Network. Ooh. So Dexter, Powerpuff Girls, Johnny Bravo, mm-hmm. Ed, 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 Eddie Courage. 
going head to head over who is better. But there's a bonus round. You get a lifeline. So Nicktoons throws in SpongeBob and Cartoon Network throws in Tom from Toonami. And whoever wins gets to pick a cartoon from the other side and keep it forever. This is very good. There are stakes. This is personal. It will get very contentious. People will will not be happy about this. It's a bloodbath. It is going to be a bloodbath, which honestly, I think that's what we need more in entertainment. (laughs) Just open airing of grievances and publicly encouraged hubris. I feel like kids would not be allowed there. (laughs) No, they couldn't. They couldn't go. And it's also perfect because so much of that stuff, even even though it it appeals to kids now, I think adults have really strong connections to it. I think a lot of people, no matter which way it went, would accuse the other side of ruining their childhood. I think this is, yeah, like you said, a bloodbath worthy of this stage. This is a 21-point answer. Yay! (laughs) Next question. When you meet your fans to sign autographs. This is, I think, in the same vein as kind of the the validation, right? When you meet your fans to sign autographs, what is the thing, the the message you'd like to leave them all with? What's the thing you would tell all of them as in that little like moment of interaction? I would tell them that I am also awkward and I also don't know what to say. Great. And I'm also easily overwhelmed. Um, and so if I act weird, I'm not being weird. I just am weird. <laughs> and I I probably need an edible. So don't bring me edibles, but like we could collectively take them in our separate. What I'm saying is I'm weird and I get overwhelmed, but I do love you. And just know I'm just like you, but possibly more awkward. This is very good. This is an 18-point answer, and I love it, and it's very generous. Yay! I'm still winning. You're still winning. You're crushing the competition. (laughs) At MoonCon, there is a special announcement that one comic book character will never appear in movies ever again. What character do you want that to be? I have to go with, and I thought this over, Mm -hmm. I have to go with Tony Stark because... Josh, death has to mean something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. I did not expect to hear that sentence today those, on the show. Those moments. <laughs> that sounds like lo- something you scream at the moon when you're drunk. Death! <laughs> or whatever. Death has to mean something. <laughs> I think Shakespeare said it first. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> Honestly, hold on. I know you have so much more to say about this, but that, I will never forget that sentence. It'll be like my last words. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, I'm a big DBZ fan and we have Dragon Balls. And so like anytime someone dies, it's like, yeah, but I mean, they'll be back in three episodes. Like, you know, it it doesn't mean anything anymore. So those moments, they lose their gravity if you, if you can just bring someone back. Mm-hmm. So I, and I also, I don't know anyone who would embody Tony Stark the way that Robert Downey Jr. has. I think he was just created specifically to be Tony Sparks. Tony yeah. Stark. Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Tony Sparks he, is the, he's the guy he puts on a suit and sells energy drinks. 
from the early odds. I was good when he was just a little sparkle in his parents' Aww. eye. He yeah. was specifically made to come down here and play this character and also yeah. like just solidify Marvel, I think, their takeover. So yeah. But I think he should stay dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> death has to mean something. Yeah. Well, that is a great answer. It will. It's probably the first answer in the history of this show that will be screamed at me in a nightmare. <laughs> so that's a 30-point unforgettable answer. I was going to say it's something that's going to be screamed at me on forums when Iron Man 5 comes out. And I'm like a side character in it. And they were like, you said... <laughs> But it, and it's all in the SpongeBob, like, up and down, lowercase, uppercase, writing, like, <laughs> death has to mean something. <laughs> Just a picture of you in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> this is very good. Next question. If you could see one celebrity at NerdCon and whisper one thing in their ear, so this is fully the opposite of Jordan Peele telling you you're going to make it. If you could see anyone and whisper something to them, who would it be? What would it be? Oh, my gosh. It would be Patty Jenkins, who did Wonder Woman and is doing the Wonder Woman sequel. And I would whisper a best friend spell in which every time she heard the term Wonder Woman, she would think that they are talking about me, her best friend, Danny. (laughs) I love that. Very good. Yeah, just some kind of friendship magic. Very worthwhile. I think it would be funny because she'd be like, Wonder Woman, I do love, I love her dog, Molly. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to snitch on you for doing magic on film directors. Do not snitch tag to Patty. (laughs) Would never, would never. I wouldn't dream of it. That's so funny. It would make the process of shooting the Wonder Woman sequel incredibly difficult and confusing for everyone, including her. But it would also make your life the richer with friendship. So I'm in favor of it. You're welcome. Thank you. A 15-point answer. I love friendship. What can I say? Okay. You have appeared in a Disney movie as yourself. It was the sequel to Wreck-It Ralph, right? Yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ralph Breaks the Internet. And that is awesome. It is like incredibly cool and imposing. What is the dream project that you would appear in that would be announced at this MoonCon that would make all your enemies even more jealous and all your friends even more proud? Oh my gosh. Being a Latina superhero, like a thousand percent. I feel like me and Stephanie Beatrice are like actively battling each other for these roles. Like, I know when Batwoman, they were looking for a new lead, she tweeted, like, reading up on everything Batwoman. I should have, like, retweeted hers and been like, already did that years ago. (laughs) (laughs) I like like this friendly nemesis you have going on. She's great. I love her. But, and also there's room for all of us. Of course. Um, But whenever everyone was rightfully dunking on J.K. Rowling about everything, but mm-hmm. also Cho, her, the Cho Chang character, I was like, I think our Latinx equivalent would be Maria Tortilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone in, but everyone in the Latino nerd community was like, okay, but hold up. I would actually watch something about Maria Tortilla. <laughs> wow. So I was like, that's so, maybe I can be a character. Someone else tweeted at me and was like, I feel like her sidekick would be like Pablo Nacho. Um, (laughs) I just thought these were so funny. Anyways, I'm probably not going to do a Maria Tortilla, but also my community thinks it's funny to kind of joke about this stuff. So, yeah. I like that. This is a very good answer. Uh, And this is 17 points. Thank you. 
Here's a quick lightning round of some con-adjacent questions for bonus points. If you could live in one sci-fi, fantasy, or anime world, which would you choose? My initial reaction is heaven. (laughs) (laughs) You know, from the famous fantasy novel, The Bible. (laughs) But also because I thought it would be really cool to meet, like, Zeus and Hercules and Athena and, like, all those gods. Like, if that's the heaven that I'm I'm in. That's a cool Um, heaven. Or possibly, like, Prince and Selena and Rod Serling. But my, my initial reaction was, like, from Greek mythology. I think that that would be really cool to get to meet all of them. That would be cool. And it's messed up that just because Greek people don't do that religion anymore, we call it mythology. True. No, right? that's very true. That's just like, to the to the ancient Greeks, that was real shit. I remember I tweeted and I was like, "What? who is the greatest fictional villain in the history yeah. of villains? And a lot of people said Darth Vader and the Joker. And someone said the devil. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. (laughs) He is the great. He's the goat. Wow. He is the hooves of a goat. (laughs) He's the the goatest of all time. (laughs) A literal goat, actually, in witchcraft. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. The Greek mythology heaven is not what I expected. I love this answer. That is an 18-point answer. Next question. If you were a superhero, what would your sidekick be like? I think it would just be my dog, Molly, but she could talk. And she would constantly laugh at my jokes. (laughs) A perfect sidekick. That is a 12-point answer. I love it. Next question. You're a starship captain. What's the name of your starship? I would love to have a Valley Girl starship named Ashley Lynn. And she (laughs) would just... She's got like a person name. She would be like, like, we're like going into hyperdrive. Or, (laughs) hey, so all systems go. (laughs) Like, we need to get out of here, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It is super sketch. (laughs) That's perfect. Uh, That great 15-point answer. Final question. What is issue number one of the comic book about your life called? I I think it would be Being Too Loud, the Danny Fernandez story. (laughs) I love it. Perfect. 17 points. I love it. Danny, that was an incredible round of con artist gameplay. You absolutely demolished that game of con artist. Your total score for this game is 269 points. That is the highest all-time score in Make My Day history. You're the all-time Make My Day champion. How do you feel? I feel like a mil. Wait, I feel like 260 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Are you okay? You feel like a PlayStation, Danny? Um, <laughs> Not the new one. This is like right. a PlayStation 3. Oh. <laughs> well, I-, I can still get 260 for that? Okay. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I love it. Perfect. And as you know, as the grand prize winner, you have won a $100 donation to the cause of your choice. Where will the money be going? I am donating this to the Homeless Black Trans Women Fund. We have pride because of the work of black trans women. I feel like a lot of people forget about that. And they were the ones that were originally protesting police brutality at Stonewall. And all of their efforts have helped us so tremendously in the queer community. I have benefited from them. So please donate. They are almost to their goal. And I think we can get them there. That's such a great cause, such a a, a beautiful explanation and I will put the link to donate in the show notes so everybody can hopefully put them over the top of their their goal. I think that's really wonderful. Thank you. 
We'll be back in a second with pep talks, but first, a quick different thing. If you're looking for an escape from the news, how about a podcast where someone interviews inanimate objects? On Everything is Alive from PRX's Radiotopia, host Ian Chillog talks to guests such as a can of cola, a grain of sand, a subway seat, and a chainsaw about their lives. I was actually on this podcast and I played the chainsaw and it was so fun and I'm actually really uh, proud of how it came out. So go listen to that one, see if you like it. Listen to more. Uh, Time Magazine called Everything is Alive, Laugh Out Loud Funny, Surprisingly Informative, and Often Moving, a Profound Pleasure. Find Everything is Alive wherever you get your podcasts. I really suggest you give it a shot. Okay, back to Make My Day. Our final segment on today's episode of Make My Day is the pep talk. We will each give a pep talk to someone or a group of someones that we think needs a pep talk in this moment. I'll go first. My pep talk is for the dogs we see on the street and cannot pet because of social distancing. Hello dogs, it's me, a person. It doesn't matter which one, I'm not your person, I'm one of the others. On behalf of my species, I'm sorry. We've not been as affectionate with you in public as you're used to. And I know this sounds like a line, but please trust me when I say it's not you, it's us. We know you are all still very, very good boys and girls. It's your people that's causing us to stay away from you. Even though more and more businesses are opening and you're seeing more humans out on the sidewalks and hiking trails doing their thing, we're still supposed to maintain a safe social distance from each other, which means maintaining a safe social distance from you, the dogs of the world. Especially if your person isn't wearing a mask. In fact, can you do something about that? Bite them a little until they put one on, knock over an antique vase if they try and leave the house without one. I don't know, make it your own. You're the dog here. I can see it in your eyes that you miss the extra belly rubs and head scratches and even those weird pats on your side, like you're a car someone just bought. We miss those too. And they'll be back eventually. But for now, just stay dogging. This is not your fault. That is so sweet. Thank you. Danny, I would love to hear your pep talk. Mine is for people who have anxiety and don't want to watch new shows because they might be triggering and create more anxiety. Look, I know watching Parks and Rec is fun and distracting and has been there for you for years. I know the tension between Jim and Pam is palpable. (laughs) I know the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is peak Will Smith being peak Will Smith. And I know the Great British Bake Off is addicting and it makes you order a dozen cupcakes that the cupcake people think are for you and your family, but you live alone with your dog, Molly. (laughs) But you will never know the joy and laughter and fun you may have by picking up another show. It could be really exciting. And what if this show becomes your new Parks and Rec? Venture out there. A new life is waiting for you. Oh, so good. That's the encouragement. I need that in my own life. I've been doing so much rewatching and not enough watching to the future. A, A great pep talk. Thank you so much. I think that will really put people put people up over over the edge to try something new. That has been Make My Day. I'm your host, Josh Gondelman. Thank you again to this week's champion, Danny Fernandez. Danny, where can people find you and your work? I'm at Ms. Danny Fernandez on all the things. It's M-S-D-A-N-I-F-E-R-N-A-N-D-E-Z. Check out my podcast, Nerdificent, wherever you get podcasts. And also check me out on Sci-Fi all this month on The Great Debate. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. That's such a fun show and you're so good on it. 
Once again, there's a link to donate to Danny's charity of choice in the show notes. I'll post it on social media. If you have your own answers to today's game of con artist, feel free to tweet them at me at Josh Gondelman. You don't have to involve Danny in this. She's busy. She's got stuff going on. Thank you so much, Danny. That's the show. Make My Day is a Radio Point production produced by Houston Snyder and Naomi Steinberg, executive produced by Alex Bach, Rich Corson, and Daniel Powell. If you like the show, please rate and review it as highly as your conscience allows. We'll be back next week. Until then, have several nice days.